this week on the Afro Beats podcast. I have about five garden beds on mm-hmm. them now, and I just section them off. I do like the square root, yeah. um, kind of like roping it off, and then I place only a certain amount in those those spaces, mm-hmm. which gives me a lot of food. And d- then I grow like all year. I grow spring, summer, fall, and winter. And when the winter time comes, I just have my um, I have cold frames that I built. Mm-hmm. And I'll put the cold frames over the garden beds. That way I can keep growing. Today I just harvest some kale and it was just snowing the other day. I icing outside and I um, harvest some kale and I'm making a kale salad today for Meatless Mondays. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Chris from Afro Beats back at it again. And you're listening to the Afro Beats podcast, the podcast where we interview dope guests of the African diaspora to share their perspective on soul and culture through lens of food and plants. Guys, there is no better time to start your home garden than right now. When in our lifetime are we going to have so much access to our living spaces? If you want to take food production into your own hands, the time is now. Join the fam over at afrobeats.org and sign up for our email list where you'll receive your free, that's right, free at-home container growing checklist. You'll get the rundown of the basics you need to start your garden along with my notes and resources for anyone trying to develop that green thumb. I'll see you there. Today's special guest, we have someone who's been in the gardening game for 10 years, who specializes in creating new gardens for other in the DMV, as well as making a correlation to music and the land. He's been heavily involved in the DC festival scene and just creating opportunities for people who wouldn't have it otherwise. I really enjoyed, you know, today's podcast because he really took himself from a dark place to a place of light through the practice of gardening, through mindfulness, through just being one with the land. And I think that's a lesson that everyone can take from this. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Kamani. What's up, y'all? It's your boy. Watch this. You're listening to the Afro Beats podcast. Garden table content inspired by culture and soul. My journey, oh my God, is crazy. We got time, so if you need time, yeah. we got time. <laughs> it's crazy, and it's, it's time now that I really talk about it. In the past, I never really wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of live my life and do do my thing. But um, I kind of fell into a, a big state of depression where I almost wanted to commit suicide at one mm-hmm. point for losing a, a, a job that I had years ago where I thought I was invisible. And mm-hmm. um, and I lost that job and I was making like 60, 70,000 at 25. I was being reckless wow. as well. Um, like going on trips um, just for the weekend, go to Jamaica for the weekend, come back home. And I was just like, oh, I'll never get fired from this job. This job's gonna be forever. You know, and then one day it came. Yeah. And I was gone and um, 20 credit cards maxed out everything. I had to file for bankruptcy and, you know, sell my car for a dollar to my mom, almost lost my house. So I fell into a big, you know, state of depression. And during that time, I um, almost wanted to commit suicide. My mom was like, start a garden. I don't want to start no fucking garden. You know, I don't want to be outside. You know, I don't want to do anything. 
I don't have a job. It's been right. like a year. I don't want to start no garden. And she's like, trust me, you go out there and start a garden. Trust me, it will help you. It will relieve some of your, your pain. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. But I'm just going to do strawberries because that's all I like. I don't right. like vegetables at that time. I was being a pig, eating everything. So I ended up putting some strawberries in the ground and I couldn't believe the strawberries came up. And mm. I was like amazed that all these strawberries was in my yard. And I was like, wow. And I kept nurturing them and then it just made me feel good. And all of a sudden my depression was like gone, you know? So the next year I was like, I'm gonna grow more. I wanna grow more. But at that point, the strawberries had took over my yard. Oh, wow. I was like, I don't have no room to grow anything. What am I supposed to do? All these strawberries everywhere. So they were runners. So they kind of ran all over the place. So I ended up digging them up and I read up on how to grow them like in a different kind of way. And somebody on the internet suggested putting them in a barrel. I put them in a barrel and then I was able to put more, you know, vegetables in the ground and grow more vegetables. And each year I started adding more. I was getting better and better with it you know, just by researching and just seeing what works. And now I grow about 50% of my own food now, you know, awesome. it's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I want to go back to your mom. I, I love that someone introduced you into that and you kind of stumbled upon this new passion of yours. What was her background? Did she like garden for a long time or her? What's that history? So the crazy part is my mom and my dad was gardeners and farmers, you know, but when they moved to Maryland, they met overseas in Ethiopia and mm. then they moved to, well, my dad was always here. He was down in Georgia and they always okay. had farms. And, you know, when they moved to Maryland, they was like, we don't have to do farming anymore. We're going to get us a real job. <laughs> and then that's not what they do. Through that garden stuff, you know, we, we hear this is the land of opportunity in Maryland let's get us a real job and they kind of like left that alone a little bit my mom mm -hmm. kind of like did more like flowers and stuff but she didn't do the the vegetables and the fruits and the different things like that she kind of still stuck with the flowers I guess that was something easy for her to manage a little bit yeah and um like I said she taught me about it during that time and I just thought it was a fluke you know mm -hmm. So is that your background? Are you Ethiopian or they just met in Ethiopia? Like part, Ethiopia part of Ethiopia. Okay. Yeah. okay. Interesting. Has your uh, culture ever kind of been connected through your Ethiopian culture and what you're doing with the land? Mm. Can you bridge that connection or are you still figuring that I, out? I'm still figuring that part out. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been recently, I've been, you know, figuring out what vegetables originated in um, Africa. Mm -hmm. on in Ethiopia as well so that's something that I'm kind of like working on now I've noticed like a lot of stuff like watermelon and okra stuff mm -hmm. that I love came from Africa was originated in Africa I think everything was originated in Africa I think they brought it um over here during slave slavery times mm -hmm. and um and then the, the white folks kind of colonized it and changed it around you know yeah yeah there's a lot of vegetables with roots uh, in africa that a lot of people don't know about um mm -hmm. so what what role does uh music play in your, in your life so in the introduction i talked about you know how you did festivals you know you have a lot of media in your your background and your experience let's, let's talk about the music 
first. Where well, you, you start with that? To get back to the garden and then mm-hmm. go into the music, like 10 mm-hmm. years in the game now, you know, COVID came around and people start begging me to to help them grow food. So that's mm-hmm. how I kind of got into the garden coach yeah. part of it. But the music was always there as well. I always was a lover of music. And during that state of depression and suicidal thoughts, music was there. And I think the music mm-hmm. and the gardening kind of like saved my life. Mm-hmm. And that's where gardening beats came from. So the beats is the music part and the gardening is of course gardening. And so um, I got into, during that time, I kind of birthed a festival, um, one that I'm really proud of. It was called Kenneth Sister Rock a Mic which was an all-female um, music festival here in D.C. Mm-hmm. And that was because of my mom. She saved my life doing that garden stuff. So I wanted to create something to honor her. And why not honor my mom with trying to help women um, pursue music here in D.C.? And it got really, really ba- big. Did it for like seven, eight years, and it got really, really huge. I mean, the Washington Post covered it, city paper. Everybody was coming at me. All women all over the country was calling and emailing me and we got some funding. You know, I met a lot of sponsors during that time. And those same sponsors I'm taking into the garden and the beats now. You know, a lot of those sponsors now wanna help me take this to a bigger level, you know, TV shows, music around gardening the beats. This summer I wanna do something where I invite some artists to come into my yard and experience a whole, you know, vegetable cuisine, you know, and then have some music playing in the background or performing music. I have like this little stage in my, well, they call it a stage, but it's actually a platform um, deck. And when people saw it online, they was like, oh, you got a stage in your backyard. Well, not really a stage, but I'm thinking about making it a stage now, you know, where I have some music performance in my backyard. Um, and then I did hip hop festivals. I've done um, one thing called a hip hop um, cinema, which mm-hmm. was like, I would show hip hop documentaries and then we would have panel discussions that really went off well. And then I started doing performances with that, trying to get some more um, male energy in there. Yeah. After. But it was a great thing. You know, and Kansas is the rock and like we're still doing stuff like on Facebook with that. And um that was like an honor of my mom who, like I said, she basically saved me from from everything, that gardening and that music. Yeah, I love that. And uh, I think, yeah, there's a weird, interesting correlation between music and, and gardening. That's actually how Afrobeats the name came to be, is I was in Malcolm X Park in, in DC. And they had some Afro beats music. They had the drums going and everything. That really uh, sat with my spirit. And that's where Afro beats came from. Um, oh, yeah. I, Malcolm X Park is a great place. I mean, I've been there many a time. New people that move into the area, I used to always take them there. I'm going to go there. They, yeah, the experience that I performed with some of those people out there. They had some of those people on shows, events that I used to do, you know. And every opportunity I had to do an event, I would include some type of African drumming um, in it. Um, so yeah, uh, and sure. a lot. Yeah, the yeah. music business, I mean, I've done it for about 10, 12 years now. So um, 
and like I said, those sponsors, those same sponsors that I was pursuing back in the day is like coming around now. It's like, what you working on? What you working on? I love that. I love that. Yeah. What were, so you, you got into the gardening and you started making these festivals to connect and do the something for your mom, which was amazing. How did you eventually get into the, the business of helping other people get their gardens? When did that transition come? So it took a minute because I didn't know if that was my passion and or not. You know, God always have a purpose for you. Mm-hmm. And I think my purpose is gardening mm-hmm. and music together. And I think, like I said, when the pandemic started, I think that's when I really realized that was my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was hitting me up. They was like, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I'm like, no, you don't have to pay me. I'll just because I want you to grow your own food. And eventually they was like, come out, come out. So I had about... 13 families that I actually worked with and all of those people, you know, they paid me in some shape or form to yeah. help them start a garden. And then a family in Baltimore, um, they were growing and they kept asking me to help them. So I decided to help them and they grew a watermelon. They only grew one watermelon <laughs> in a container, which was crazy. That and is then, crazy. Yeah. They thought they was going to get more, but they got this gigantic big watermelon from one container and they called me and text me at midnight with a video talking about they harvesting their <laughs> watermelon and they were saying this is some powerful shit you should have told me about this long time ago I can't believe it you know next year we're going to do more and right then and there I realized that that was my purpose I think this is my purpose so I said I'm gonna start a business and now I formulated into a whole business to to get our people growing food, you know? I think we need to get back to that, get back to our roots. Yeah, absolutely. So what better way to get back to a root if I originally from the roots right. of the motherland? Right, exactly. What are, what are some other testimonies of uh, people? How have they transformed? How have you seen them change after being able to grow their own food? Well, one family um, I work with, um, I do a podcast with this person and their whole family has trans um, transcended to like being a vegan now and mm-hmm. they wanted to start a garden. And so the little, his kids, he has two daughters and they were on video talking about, we can eat salad now. We don't have to eat cheese and, <laughs> and hamburgers and stuff like that. So that was a good testimony to see kids talking about they, they rather eat salad than um, beef or chicken, anything like that. But the the most standout one was this was some powerful shit. And why didn't you tell me about that earlier? You know, that just stuck in my head. And I have a whole video, a whole text message around that. And I made a little video of them, put it on my IG of them eating the watermelon and harvesting it. And that was just, that just touched me. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you, you, you say you're growing up to 50% mm-hmm. of your own food right now. How do you start that process? How do you get to that, that level? Do you have a lot of land? Like, what are you, what are you doing to get that mm-hmm. much? Output? I have about like a half an acre, maybe okay. in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, but my, it's funny because I have a lot of space, but my garden is really only um, on one side of my yard. And people think I have this like huge, huge garden. Mm-hmm. but I really don't. I have about five garden beds um, mm-hmm. now, and I just section them off. I do like the square root yeah. 
um, kind of like roping it off. And then I place only a certain amount in those, those spaces, mm -hmm. which gives me a lot of food. And then I grow like all year. I grow spring, summer, fall, and winter. And when the winter time comes, I just have my, um, I have cold frames that I built. Mm -hmm. And I put the cold frames over the garden beds. That way I can keep growing. Today, I just harvest some kale and it was just snowing the other day, icing outside. And I um, harvest some kale and I'm making a kale salad today for Meatless Mondays, um, which I'm really excited about. But yeah, I just built up every year. Like I said, back in the day when I was starting out, I, um, I started with strawberries. Those fields, those strawberries are still out there. Oh, the same ones? Yeah, they wow. just grow more roots and more roots. I mean, mm -hmm. I might add one or two new ones with them, but they're still growing. And then I just started adding everything. And then I was trying stuff that um, I normally didn't eat, like eggplant. You know, I'm a big lover of eggplant, um, mm -hmm. Parmesan now, and um, everything, tomatoes. I wasn't a big fan of tomatoes, but now I'm a big fan of tomatoes. Yeah. Um, so I grow, well, I grow like about 50%. But my diet is consistent. I'm not um, vegan or vegetarian, mm -hmm. but I eat about 95% fruits and vegetables. And then that 5% is chicken and fish. Gotcha. How much money do you think you're saving? Like, so you're saying you eat more of a plant-based diet. Yeah. Um, but how much money are you saving when you're not going back and forth between the grocery store and you're eating just warm veggies, things like that in your diet? I just really started putting that together and I've saved a whole lot where I can buy a swimming pool and put a swimming pool in my yard and build a deck in my yard, you know, um, wow. myself. And then, yeah, I've saved a lot of money. I can do a lot of different things now. I can um, put together a website, you know, spend my money on apps to create stuff to get more um, traction on my Instagram and my website. So, yeah. I don't go to the store that much. The only thing I'll go to the store is for fresh fish and maybe some fruits that I can't get, um, grow like mangoes. Yeah, and, um, more tropical. More tropical. I do have some papayas growing in my yard. Nah. Well, they're in the house now. Yeah. I have bananas growing in my house. I have papayas um, growing, pineapples. Um, what else? Passion mm. fruit. Passion fruit grows really well in this wow. area. I didn't know that until I got a bunch of um, passion fruit climbing up all over the place in my yard. And I was like horrified at how much vintage it was. It was like to the point where I was going to chop it down. And then one day I walked in the grocery store and a passion fruit one was like $4. And I was like, oh, I'm sitting on a gold mine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like you're getting a lot of production out of your fruit trees. Do you have any tips for fruit trees specifically? Because um, you said you brought some in just indoors now. Like, what's yeah. that? Um, I don't really have no tips because I didn't know what I was doing with the fruit trees. Yeah. Basically, I just put them in the ground and then they just start growing. And I was like, yeah, I said, it's my mom's spirit in the ground. My mom's passed now. Mm -hmm. It's her spirit in the ground oh, yeah. or, in, or in my hands or something like that. Or my yeah. superpowers, as I say, I think I my they said um what was it? I forgot when it was we supposed to got our superpowers. Yeah, they were always there. They just kind of like came dormant. Out. Yeah, they was dormant and they just popped out now. But yeah, I have um peach trees. I got pears. Mm -hmm. I got apricots. I got cherries. 
um, kiwi, pomegranate, um, figs. I love um, my fig oh, trees. I have two different. I love the figs. Figs. Um, this was the first year. Well, in 2020 was the first year they um, actually um, produced because mm. I got those from a bare root plant. And when I first got it, they shot up really well. Yeah. But they didn't produce anything, but they actually produced um, this past um, summer. Our brother came to my yard and ate up most of them. Um, so I got him a bare root um, fruit tree. There you go. So he can get his own. <laughs> <laughs> For Christmas, the crazy part is he lives in an apartment or a condo, oh, wow. say, but he has a balcony and his balcony is, he grows about 30% of his own food. Rick, that's good to know. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because a lot of people think he need a lot of land. Like, how is he pulling that off? Yeah, he has a huge um, balcony and he has everything on there. He has a peach tree on there. He has an apricot tree. Um, then he has a fig tree, um, strawberries. He grows potatoes, squash, um, eggplant, tomatoes, everything. He has his setup like almost like a greenhouse kind of like. Yeah. And he covers his um, balcony with the greenhouse um, cover. Oh, like a cover, like a screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And, um, huh. and he has like shelves and different things like that. And then when, in the daytime, you know, he opens up the curtains type thing, okay. let the sun in. Um, he has a humidifier in there in the sun, you know, in the winter. Mm -hmm. um, and a portable heater outside that he sticks outside. Um, it's incredible to see that. So when I'm doing garden coaching, I tell people, you know, you don't have to necessarily have land. You can have a balcony or you can have a um, patio. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of like uh, gorilla gardening a little bit. I, I like the idea of having the screen turning your balcony into a greenhouse. I never really thought about it like yeah. that before. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I do have some pictures. He's a non-social media person. Right. And so he's not really on social media that much. So I can't really get anything less. I'll go over. And then he can't take pictures. Like, <laughs> and he's a, we were both communication majors. We both majored in television production right. and video production. And he can't take, can't take pictures. Or more right than a, camera. <laughs> he's more of an audio person. So he does okay. like, he does like these little podcasts and he works for a radio station. Right. But yeah, he can't take pictures. So I asked him to take some so I can show people. Yeah. Examples when I'm talking garden coaching, and it was like, never mind. You right. know, I'll find someone line or something like that. Exactly. That's cool, man. Like it sounds like your 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 clients and the people you're helping to grow are figuring out different ways no matter what their circumstances are. So if that's the case, you can grow in almost any circumstances for the most part. What is holding people back from growing in your opinion? I think um education. Mm -hmm. You know. I don't think they educated enough, you know, and then you know, we, I mean, we got tricked into that whole food is fast, fast food, mm. you know, it's easier, it's quicker, you know what I'm saying? Um, I can go to McDonald's and get everything I need opposed to going outside in the garden and put my hands in it, you know, especially like for males, it's really hard. Like I'm building this business and I'm building my like um, Instagram following and trying to get more customers that way. But yeah. it's typically like 75% female and maybe 25% male. And I don't know where that um, breakdown came from either. 
don't know the disconnect there because there's always been male farmers you know what i'm saying yeah back in the day and our you know in our history there were always male farmers the women was the ones that just kind of like maybe help harvest and then cook the food but the mm-hmm. milk was growing so um, that is an interesting disconnect do you have any idea why that is for 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 men because i see it all the time but i'm also in this space all the time um, I'm just recently seeing it, but now that I've been kind of like touring around, I started a whole new Instagram page, and then I started seeing like-minded people like me, which were male, and mm-hmm. it was like it was like a fresh, a breath of air. Yeah. The um, males in this space now, but I still think it always just comes down to not being educated about it. Like I said, when my mom and dad were gardeners and farmers, and their parents were gardeners and farmers. And then we they moved to Maryland, and then I'm left out of it. My siblings are left out of it, you know. And then to find it out like later on in life, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy to me. Yeah. So I think we just gotta educate, and that's my whole goal now is to educate. You can grow wherever. You can grow inside your house. You can grow outside your house. You can get a community garden if you you can't have space growing that community garden. Growing a balcony, growing a patio, growing your front steps, if that's what you need to do, you know. And so that's my goal is to try to give back in that way, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's just so many ways to do it. Like right now I'm moving towards practicing with more grow lights because I want to show people how they grow in their houses, uh, more fruits and veggies. Um, and then I also got something, a ledge outside my window that I want to put a garden bed on. So this is all kinds of different projects. It's just kind of, it's, it's very stylistic. You know? Yeah. And that's, I mean, at first my garden was ugly. You know, it looked crazy, you know, yeah. and then, you know, I'm a dude. So I was like, I'm not be spending too much time out there. I just wanted to grow and eat it. But now I make it a little, little like, I'll call it a sexy garden now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing some stuff now with some pavers and stones, trying to make it look really, really, um, great so when i do get those nice clients those big time clients i can present my garden and show my garden and then they're like oh he can really do it you know what he's doing no i can make it look good too yeah Yeah. i can make it look good so that's one of the reasons why i like even having like more female clients or maybe having more female followers um on instagram because they take it really like stylistic they want it to look good you know what i'm saying but i still will work with anybody who just want you know, just a bucket and some holes in it and grow some corn in it. You know, that works too. You know what I'm saying? Just like I started out, I just had strawberries. You know what I'm saying? That's not really a garden. You know, right. A, a fill of strawberries. And um, it was funny. So I took a picture, a video of some collard greens mm-hmm. recently where my strawberries were. Yeah. And I had posted on Instagram in, um, in a story where some people don't really go into your stories and see it. But this mm-hmm. lady who's just starting out, who I'm working with now, um, helping her establish um, garden. She said, those look like strawberries. I'm like, no, those are collard greens. Don't you see the caption in the um, <laughs> in the um, picture, you know, in the video, those collard greens. She's like, no, those ones, those little things behind those little fences right yeah. there, those are definitely strawberries. I'm like, no, no. this is probably some weed. So, you know, I went back. You know, and I looked at the, uh, you know, blew up the video and I'd be damned. It's those same strawberries that have been growing out there for at least 10 years now. 
And wow. now it's like, now that I want to, you know, make sure I cultivate them so they can produce, you know, because I've probably dug them up in the past. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I really saw them. You know? Yeah, it sounds like they got deep roots, huh? That makes yeah. them come back like that, yeah. So usually um, the strawberry fields, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but yes. strawberry farms, they just like big fields and rows and rows and rows. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of like what I did, but not knowing. Mm. So they took over, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's awesome. I, what, what tools are you using to continue to educate the people? I see you've been on Clubhouse lately. What have you been doing on there? What are other things you've been doing that you're excited about? So, yeah, like Clubhouse and all the social media. So I want to get in front of more faces, more people. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this little scheme because I'm, I'm a marketing person, too. Yeah. You know, my degree is in marketing and communication. So I was like, I'm a dude like this black gardener virtual talk tour you know mm-hmm. people my friends was like what so i was like yeah watch watch what i do i said all i gotta do is get a couple clubhouse um moderating um things and then find a couple podcasts maybe get on facebook live with somebody not just myself but with somebody else get right. on linkedin because linkedin is really big in the professional world find somebody on linkedin do linkedin and then maybe a TikToker. Um, somebody who does gardening on TikToker, and then I'm gonna put all these dates together in February, and I'm gonna build it up like this black gardener virtual talk show doing Black History. I love it, like a black <laughs> root in DC or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and surprisingly, it worked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so these people in Clubhouse, I was a friend of mine um, put me on Clubhouse. I wasn't really feeling it, so yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna really participate in that. And then my best friend was kept on saying, no, you got to get on there. You got to go get on there. And at the same time, somebody was DMing me talking about they want to do, have me on talking gardening um, mm-hmm. when the apocalypse come, you know, yeah. how to grow food during a pandemic and stuff. And I was like, how she find me? You know what I'm saying? I haven't been on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So that's where it really formulated. I put this Black Gardener virtual talk tour together. And so now I'm using that to try to get in many faces, not just to be a garden coach and make money, but just to spread the word. Right. Education really is about educating people how to grow. And from even from that, just making a couple videos and a little post on Instagram, um, a television network has seen some of my stuff and they have um, DM me. And now I'm in the process of working on um, a short pilot i guess you can say yeah um using music and gardening together to educate so um something is due this week that i gotta focus on really hard and if it goes well then i'll be shooting in in march sometime um and then i'll see how that rolls off you know gotcha gotcha what were some of the biggest takeaways you heard from that gathering um whether it's from you or from other people about the apocalypse and just growing what were some of those big takeaways oh it's really good because i feel like we're living in that right now you yeah know what I'm sure um, some of them disagree with me but i was like we don't know what it looks like the only thing we know what it looks like is on tv when they have the zombies and different things like that right but the whole world whole country was like shut down mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that to me is like living in an apocalypse 
You know what I'm saying? And we had to kind of like fend for us. People were scared to go to a grocery store. Yeah. I'm not sure when when they first started for you. I don't know if you went to the grocery store, but I know I was scared to go. To I was hesitant. Store. I was yeah. definitely. I was. Chilling. I mean, I didn't really need anything really yeah. because I was growing it, but it was still some stuff that I wanted to get, and I was very hesitant to go out there. But some of the takeaways it was like the people were really good on Clubhouse. They are like get some seeds, whatever you eating currently eating, save those seeds. If you been cutting up a green pepper save those seeds, you know, if you're, um, you know, those potatoes, let the potatoes set out, put them in some water so they can root and then put it in the ground. Mm. It was some great takeaways from that. It's just, um, I built a, a big fan base on Clubhouse now. It's like, today, they be on there, they live on there. I can't live on there every day. <laughs> they and they, yeah, they kind of like text me today, so can you get on real quick? That's like, God, I gotta get on here today. It's not was not in my plans today. I got on there and they was like, he's in the room, y'all. You know? So yeah, and then we did a second part and the second part was even better. And now um, people want me to moderate a lot of rooms, but a lot of takeaways was basically using whatever you can to to grow food. Mm-hmm. You know, they talked about hydroponics. We didn't really get into that with today but um hydroponics i do have a small hydroponic system in my house where i grow lettuce mostly and herbs because i mm-hmm. like a lot of lettuce and um shallots and so yeah. that in the house just as a backup um from outside um but yeah it was being on those those sites are really good and like i said you never know who's watching you on social media because mm-hmm. i'm just like i'm just gonna do a little bit i'm not gonna do much Maybe I'll get like a few clients. My goal, so last year was 13 clients. This year I want to double that, you know. Uh-huh. And so, but now it seems like it's going to probably be even more. I'm getting organizations in my inboxes now um, to help garden, you know, start community gardens. Churches want to start a garden for their, um, their congregation um, yeah. to have food and it's incredible the journey is it's happening. I keep on saying, oh, it's not happening, but it is happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's most definitely happening. That's mm-hmm. awesome, man. Uh, any uh, last projects, any specific growing projects that you're excited about this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, anything so, new? What's new? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm African and, and African-American, so I'm pro-Black. So this year, I'm starting an all-Black garden. And it's gonna be I don't know what's gonna what it's gonna be called right now. Yeah. But um it's gonna be all black vegetables, um, tomatoes, um, radishes, black yeah. radishes, black carrots, black gazanza beans, um, which I found um online. Um really? yeah, um, what else? Black corn. And when you say it's black, you actually mean the color black because I saw the your color post. black. Yeah, yeah. The color black. I love that. Yeah. And so, you know, I wear that every day, the red, the black, the green, that represents, you know, African people, you know, yeah. that's our struggle, you know what I'm saying? The red is for the blood, you mm-hmm. know, the black is for the land, the green is for wealth, mm-hmm. and not necessarily money wealth, but wealth mm-hmm. and like, just knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I kind of live by, by that, the red, the black, the green. I wear it on my arm, I have a tattoo on my arm. Yeah. It might not be like showing video. Hopefully. That's it, yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah, So probably like my Black Matter garden. It'll be all black, but probably some red and green thrown in there to 
to make it look, you know, official. And then I'm gonna have that as a little separate section in my yard. Yeah. That way I can really take some really cool pictures. I can um, sit out there and make a lot of content around that and then push that for the following year. Maybe save some of them seeds and then start selling those seeds um, to other people to start a, a, a black garden. That sounds good, man. Yeah. All right, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely uh, trying to grow more Afrocentric crops like uh, like okra, like Haitian tomatoes, different black peas, things like that. But so I'm excited about that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, to trade some some seeds since we so oh, yeah. close. So okay. yeah, so I mean, one of my things now, garden coach is I, I'm not gonna say it, it's not a lot of money involved with that. Yeah. But it could possibly be. Yeah. I worked with a young lady um, this, over the summer who kind of taught me some stuff. She makes six figures doing gardening coach. You mm. know, I'm a long ways from that. Yeah. But I want to be able to now like do things where I can sell more different things online, maybe right. like seeds. I want to um, start a uh, a gardening t-shirt line. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them is going to be, you know. I never thought I would grow up to be a sexy gardener, but I'm doing it now. So that's going to come out soon. So play off that. Since I have a lot of women followers, I'm going to play off that. And I think they'll probably like that. And then the, sure. men, the men will have to catch up with it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, wanted to do, I wanted to do something really cool around Valentine's Day. Um, but um, I got caught up doing some other stuff. Kind of cater to the women, and then hopefully the men catch up, and it's mm-hmm. all in the, the name of gardening, you know. What right, saying? that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, where, where can people find you? What are, what are your, your channels that you want to push people to for your business and everything? Right now, there's Gardening Beats on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You, can, um, you can see my content, you can sign up for my email list there. You can also book me for um, coaching um, session there. Everything is right there on my Instagram, but then my Instagram goes to my uh, website. And then, you know, I do a little TikTok and I do a little Facebook, but those are something that I'm not really, really pushing. Yeah. I'm more of a visual person. Sure. So I, and I'm a, and I got a degree in television and radio and film. So I like to make content now. I mean, I'm really all set up now. Some of the, garden coach money that I got last year. Um, I bought a lot of um, stuff to create more content on my phones now. Um, I'm usually editing on like a laptop. So I'm trying to get used to like editing on the phone. Um, I have ring light. I've been had a ring light. So um, I got different kinds of ring lights. Um, I have one of those little things now. It kind of like rotates around. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a swivel thing. I don't know. What yeah, but yeah, you put your um camera on there, and you can put it on the tripod, um, stuff like that. I got some backdrops. Um, and just being creative. Now that I got all the tools, you know, right. sometimes I need other people to help me, and that's kind of hard to find other people to help me do certain things. But now, um, I can do it by myself a little bit, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and just learning those apps. Yeah. Every time I uh, sell a garden coach session, I'll buy something that's going to enhance whatever I'm doing Mm -hmm. to promote the business. Um, I have a photo shoot coming up where um, 
it's going to be like a Black Panther or Black Power kind of like session with um with my gear and everything and those yeah. are going to be on postcards and um this garden by any means necessary playing off from um, Malcolm X and um I'm gonna go to a couple places and um put them all over people's cars I work for a big box store so there I think um that's where I'm gonna do it and I believe I'll probably get more people um and hopefully our people you know yeah a lot of my people don't really support um but it's it's changing finally yeah but, um i'm taking all people at this point to help um grow the business yeah grow the business as well as grow the food you know um i do have a really secured um full-time job so you know this is i wouldn't say it's a hobby but this is something that brings in a second or third income for me and it's something that i have a passion for i love it uh, i could talk gardening all day you know not every day on Clubhouse, though, like some people. <laughs> but I can go for two hours on Clubhouse talking about garden. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Thank you for uh, coming on the show today. I appreciate your wisdom. I wanted to uh, wrap off the podcast episode today with some rapid-fire questions. Are you ready for those? Sure. All right. So just answer as fast as you can, and uh, we'll, we'll see how you do. Okay. So uh, first question is, what is your favorite dish of all time? This could be any food dish, cultural dish. I would say gumbo. 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 Yeah. Good gumbo. Any particular type? I know there's very different types. Just um, it's, no vegan gumbo. I'm never. <laughs> <laughs> it has to have some seafood in there and a okay. lot of okra. In okay. There. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next question is, if you were a vegetable, what would you be and why? Kale. Kale. Why kale? Kale, because you can do so much with kale. You can okay. bake it, you could you can steam it, you can eat it raw, you can um you can um what um dry it out and grind it up and make um breads with it. Mm -hmm. Um I've done that before. Uh you can make like ravioli mm -hmm. and um linguine type stuff with kale, dry okay. kale. Um you can put it on your face if you want to put it on your face, grind it up, put it on your face with some shea butter. Um, you can juice it, you know, you can drink your um, vegetables, which I mm. encourage people to do. Absolutely. Good one. Next question is, if you could grow any amount of food or plant in the world, what would it be? Kale again. Kale again. Yeah, there's just so many benefits in it. You know, yeah. you got vitamin C, you got vitamin A, B, E. Good hearty green. Yeah, good hearty green. And it's easy to grow, you know. You know, if we sure. was in a, another pandemic where we turned into zombies, you know, and there was only a few of us left, you know, you could come to me and get your kale so you can fight That's off true. that. People that crazy. Will that. Yeah. yeah. You know, people talk about kale like I mean it's it is a magical um vegetable to me. You know, some people give it a bad rap, but I like it. You could do so much. I just think you could do so much with it other than some of the other vegetables. You know, like I said, salad, juice it, mm. fry it out, um, make breads with it, make ravioli pasta with it, um, put it on your face. You I agree with that. Yeah, it is, it is very versatile. All right, next question. Besides your culture, which culture has the best food? I would say Italian. Italian food? You get Italian, man, you can get some time food, okay. Yeah, you I said mean, that quick. 
Well, I'm a fat boy. I'm a, I'm a fat boy at heart. <laughs> I, I respect that. I'm, I'm the same. I'm a fat boy at heart, so any yeah. pasta is good. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. You know, I mean, I'm a small guy, whatever. But when I eat pasta, I I blows up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you try that new uh, trend they got going on on TikTok and Instagram, where it's like you put a block of cheese. I use like a plant-based cheese, but you put a block of cheese with tomatoes, put some olive oil, and then I've seen it, but I haven't tried it yet. It's pretty good, man. I made it this week. Okay. It's worth. The I mean, I might do it too. I mean, I like vegan cheese too. Yeah. Um, yeah. As well, some of it I don't. Yeah, um, it depends. it's hit and miss. Yeah. yeah, it's a hit and miss. I think it's getting better as the time goes by and the years go by. I think it's yeah. um getting really good. I know I used to do like a food delivery company called Purple. Oh. Purple, purple carrot. Yeah, and they had mm-hmm. this one cheese, and they make it, and like I can't find it nowhere because you only can get it through purple carrot. Ah, okay. And um, that was the best. They had this one recipe where it was a beet pizza, mm-hmm. and they had this cheese that they made, and that thing was really, really good. Nice, nice. Well, if you do try one, try a uh, Via Life. That's okay. the one I use. That's okay. Cool. And then the last question I have for you today is in five words or less, what does it mean for you to be a part of the African diaspora? Mm, we gotta go fast. Um, well, I'm originally, um, like I said, I'm part um, Ethiopian. So I think the blessing there is to be able to give back from that African perspective, mm-hmm. to people, help people from that African perspective to grow their own food, mm. if that makes sense. That makes sense, I like that. Cool, man. Well, that's all the questions I have for you today. Thanks again for being on the podcast. Oh. I know we'll uh, connect in uh, real life real soon, continue to talk to each other. If we know oh, yeah. For a minute. Stuff, so. well, if you do any music, you want to come DJ in my yard? For- <laughs> <laughs> I might get into the music thing. People think I'm a DJ anyway with Afrobeats. So yeah, like <laughs> Afrobeats. That's what I was, when I thought, I was like, Afrobeats, he's just putting a spin on the vegetable part. Uh, that's what I'm saying. We need to do it. We need to do some concerts in the, the garden. Yeah, God, I think we should do. And then speaking of Applebee's, like, Fela Kute just been nominated for the um, what is it, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something. Really? Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need so, to check that out. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, come to the garden, have a nice um, salad. Um, yeah. I have a whole kitchen and everything on my yard now. I have like a grill set up, a kitchen, yeah. a dining room set out there. I have a living room set out there now. Nice. Um, and that's what I hope to do, like invite people into my garden and really see what I'm doing. And I think when people, to go back to the miseducation, I think when people actually see it, yeah, I think they have more um, ways to obtain it. I know mm. I did have a coworker who was stone set against growing a garden. And now she's about to buy a house. Mm. Um, she already like sending me pictures of the backyard. Where my garden um plot gonna go? You know, <laughs> or she was like, I'm about to. She lived in an apartment with a balcony. This and with COVID, she yeah. was like, I'm about to throw this whole um thing off the balcony because I'm sick of it. But now she's sending me pictures of the new house. Yeah, she love it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, she love it. So I think it's just people really seeing it too. And seeing that it's not as difficult as possible. You do have to have some time to dedicate to it. Sure. Not a whole lot of time. Yeah, and all good things take time and then take some, everything has a cost, so. Yeah, and then it's so rewarding. I mean, you grow your own food, 
you know, when you first ate that first tomato that you probably had a hand in growing was like the best thing ever, or that salad, or even for me, celery, I grew celery by myself. Yeah. And the first time I ate that celery, I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And now they have fresh fruit in my yard, peaches and plums and pears. I have a pear tree that has five different pears on it, mm. which is really crazy. And to know that I, you know, I put my hard work into that and I can go out there every day and eat a fresh fruit off the tree is crazy. Yeah. I'm a persimmons guy myself, so I'm definitely yeah. going to get I have a persimmons tree as well, so yeah. I'm really, really excited about that. And this year, I'm going to add um, a nectarine hmm. tree. I'm just going to add a nectarine and something called carrot. You hmm. have you heard of a carrot yet? I haven't. I haven't. It looks like, I just posted it today on my Instagram, but it looks like something like a, um, a grape or something like that. Okay. I'll check that out. Check that out. Um, I'm going to try that, and um, but I have everything else. Do have a like small apple tree in the front yard? Yeah. Um, and, um, they're all dwarf, so they won't get as big. Well, I did with the peach tree; it got really huge, and it got like about a hundred peaches. But what I did this year was I put these little, I grafted little things to make extra um, peach tree. Yeah. The first week of March, the second week of March. I'm going to do a giveaway on my Instagram page where I'm going to give out um, peach trees for free to get um, more eyes on me so I can teach more. All right. Well, I'll be taking a look. I got a little barrel out in the front yard that I need to put something in. I might yeah, need to put a tree you, in there. You know, you could probably get one of these peach trees. I know they produce. I got 100 peaches this past Yeah, peach, peaches do well. Uh, when I was working as an educator, we used to have a peach tree in our, our school garden for sure. So they do well. Yeah. all right man well i'm not gonna hold you too long i appreciate the time i'm gonna let you go um but thanks again for coming on the podcast okay. appreciate well, you I appreciate you for giving me a chance to be on here and i hope um it went well for you it, it def- definitely did we'll we'll talk real soon okay all right man i would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode we have a growing community on facebook called the afro beats podcast community group where we expand on conversations with episodes just like today. When you join, you get exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Videos on interviews, you know, recipes of your favorite guests, some sneak peek to upcoming content, it's all there. You'll also get to chat with people just like you who are looking to expand their knowledge in the food and agriculture space. Sign up today on Facebook and I'll see you there. Well. That's it for today, y'all. That's it. That's that's a wrap. So go ahead and go to iTunes. You know, give me boy five stars. Throw a little comment in there. We're trying to get better each and every week. So if you're feeling your boy, go ahead and take care of that. Share this podcast with your fellow foodies and gardeners, and I'll talk to y'all next week. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And remember, keep moving to the beat of your own drum. Talk to you later, fam. Peace.